Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer Extra, extra, read the poster The KKP is taking over Sleeping on me, better smell the Folgers I've been razor sharp since the Motorola Off the O, like the cover over Popping bottles, get all in the sofa It's a celebration, though the times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge But it's a celebration, times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge We're living in a chaotic culture We're living in a chaotic culture Chaos Rules and Black Culture is Elevated and Embraced. This podcast will deep dive into modern Black culture and how millennials and Gen Z can navigate the crazy parts from finances, music, Black business highlights, home ownership, HBCUs, sports, Black nerddom, anime. We cover all that and everything in between. Live from the 7-5, I am the host and creator of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. This is your boy, Ked the Pro, a.k.a. the Calculator Millennial, a.k.a. the Cutlass Diamond, a.k.a. Don't be pushing on my buttons, in my pants, unless you cut a.k.a. Panda's favorite Toxic Adjacent King, a.k.a. your favorite Shadow Realm Consultant. The 843 is me, but VA is where I stay. Always chaotic, never toxic. Back again, once again, to give you guys what y'all want and what y'all need as far as real nigga shit. We're here once again, you know, just living and surviving, going day by day. Um, today, of course, is a very special episode. We're bringing back the music roundtable. But before we get into that, of course, we have to introduce our co-host here, starting with actually the first lady of the pod, Miss Nasa. Go ahead and introduce yourself. How y'all doing, y'all? Y'all already know who it is. Y'all already know who it is. It's your girl. It's the queen. It's Nasa, baby. AKA Tony Noir, the female Picasso. Welcome to the station and good vibes, good vibes only. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, I can't complain. I can't complain, you know. It's uh it was a it was all right week, I guess. Nothing special happened, nothing big happened, but um I finally got a Saturday off, which I thoroughly enjoyed, but I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't know if I'm going to get one next month. I hope I do, but still having Saturdays off is actually a, a, a big blessing. But anyway, that's how I've been. What's going on with you, Law? Hey, what's going on, party people, party people? You know what it is, Lawrence, a.k.a. Law. We back at it again another week, another roundtable, more blessings, positive mindset, all that good stuff. Um, I've been good. I I can't complain for for families doing better. I'm doing good. Um, I got some some things to happen that took place at work 
that we're in the, the right direction. So um, all in all, I'm great. Uh, if y'all hear my dry in the background discarded, I know it can kind of interfere, but I'm trying to get some laundry done for the week, you know, just planning things out. <laughs> nah, that's real. My washing machine is going on in the background, so if the audience hears it, I do apologize. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what's been going down. Um, as always, uh, we did we did I guess do a mental health check. Me and Law did. So uh, Nasa, how have you been this week? I've been okay. I've been okay. Can't complain. Can't complain. I did me a, a little self-care day. Took me a little, you know, cleaned up my house, started off the the week off fresh. You know, you gotta have mm-hmm. a, a clean house at the beginning of the week. Gotcha. You know. And then I took me a nice little soothing bath and fixing some food. And now I'm all I'm with y'all. So it was a nice, it was a nice day. And you know, my week was it was okay. Word, word. Uh, I will give an update. Uh, this is how you know that adulting is adulting at this point because I just bought a vacuum cleaner and I'm kind of hyped that I did <laughs> <laughs> of all things. But no, nah, I finally got a vacuum cleaner and was able to, uh, you know, get stuff taken care of around the house yesterday. Uh, and yeah, it, it feels like I'm an, an actual full grown adult. But yeah, there's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, for those who are listening, of course, uh, to our uh Anchor supporters, we definitely appreciate you guys. Thank you for sponsoring this episode as well. Um, as always, to support our podcast, be sure that you go to anchor.fm and uh, you can sponsor this podcast. You can also go to patreon.com forward slash chaotic culture pod and sponsor us that way as well. I would prefer you do it through Patreon, but again, you have different ways to sponsor this podcast. Uh, with that, uh, before we actually get into the groove of things, uh, just want to uh, give a brief sports update uh, for those who know those y'all know that I am a Bulls fan and yeah, the, the Chicago Bulls have been suffering through a lot of injuries as of late. Uh, Javante Green has been out. Uh, Zach Levine has been out. Lonzo Ball has been out. Alex Caruso was out with an injury and he was in health and safety protocols had just gotten back and then they played the Bucks and he got hit with a flagrant two from Grayson Allen. And for those who know who Grayson Allen is from his Duke days, y'all know how I feel about him, or maybe you don't know how I feel, but just know that I can't stand him. So seeing that happen in real time, you know, I'm thinking that Cruz is going to be fine, but he hit the ground hard and come to find out, of course, he suffered through a broken wrist. So I'm not trying to say the, uh, the F word right now, but, for all practical purposes, Grayson Allen can burn. I didn't say inhale, just that he could burn. And yeah, that's how I kind of feel right now because Caruso's out for another six to eight weeks. So my Bulls just keep suffering injury after injury after injury. I'm just hoping by, by the time that the the All-Star break happens that we'll be back into the full swing of things and hopefully we'll be able to get into the playoffs. But that's just me from a uh, basketball standpoint. Uh, from a NFL standpoint, I think the last time we met on here, obviously we were getting into the uh, the which round was that? That was the wild card or the super wild card weekend. And eh, some of our teams didn't make it past. Obviously, my Steelers uh, got blown out by the football (laughs) (laughs) and the the Cowboys. That's a polite way of me me saying it. (laughs) football. (laughs) It's all good. Tanner went home. 
So yep. uh, I got some vengeance there. Now I just need um, the 49ers to lose and all, all of my vengeance and, and curses will have been uh, rightly wrong or wrongly righted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he is still. Uh, he, you can hear in his voice, he's still kind of salty about the Cowboys, man. But hey, look, <laughs> I, I don't blame you there because here's my thing I am extremely happy that Green Bay got knocked out, especially mm-hmm. because of Aaron Rodgers and whatever shit he was on this year. From a player standpoint, <laughs> yes, uh, he, he looks like the obvious MVP, but just from the whole shit that happened with him and his uh, vaccine remarks and how he's been taking advice from Joe Rogan and all that other bullshit. Yeah. I kind of feel a way about uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I felt a way about him before, but now I'm really like, I really don't rock with this dude at all at all. So naturally I was extremely happy when green Bay got knocked out by the 49ers. I, I know law that you wish that they went down, but Honestly, I for the first time I had to cheer for the 49ers to actually win this because I clearly just did not like Green Bay that much. Uh, speaking of which, Aaron Rodgers got cooked on the timeline. If y'all were paying attention to Twitter, uh, absolutely cooked um, from nicknames to from Aaron Rodgers to throw Rogan to uh, what's another one? Uh, Q Aaron Rodgers to Karen Rodgers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I got Bright Bart Star. Uh, oh, here's my personal pa- favorite uh, QB Giulani. That was my <laughs> favorite one. So I was all for Aaron Rodgers getting cooked on the timeline because, again, it- it's if that dude, just because of his whole vaccine comments and his whole COVID shit, and just basically embracing right wing nut jobs and their poly- and their, I guess, conspiracy theories and all that bullshit. Y'all know. Whatever the case very may much be. Very much toxic. <laughs> yeah, very much. So, yeah, I'm kind of glad that that happened to uh, Aaron Rodgers here. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the sports. Oh, before I end the sports update, obviously, um, for the divisional round of the playoffs, the Bengals knocked out the Tennessee Titans on a uh, last-minute field goal thanks to Mr. Ryan Tannehill throwing an interception at the very last second. So the Bengals mm-hmm. have moved on to the AFC Championship. Yesterday, of course, obviously, Green Bay lost to the 49ers on a game-winning field goal. So they're in the NFC Championship. Just now, the Rams were leading the Buccaneers 27-3. Let Tom Brady come all the way back. I thought they was about to fold like the Falcons. But but (laughs) Cooper Cup saved the game. Literally saved the game. (laughs) And the Rams won 30-27 on a last-minute field goal. So now the Rams are in the... NFC championship and they will play the 49ers at SoFi, which oddly enough, if the Rams win that game, they'll go the same direction the Bucks did last year and host the Super Bowl with home field advantage. That's crazy. And at the moment, the Bills are playing the Chiefs, and right now it's seven to seven. Maybe by the time of this episode, we'll get an idea of where this game will go. But who knows? The divisional round has been crazy because all three games entered in last minute field goals. So there's that. Before we move on, is there anybody that has any updates for the culture or otherwise, if they got anything for you guys as segments? No, I, I don't mind. I got something for my segment. 
Um, okay, go ahead, and I, have, and I didn't have anything before, but I do want to uplift um, Regina King, who yes. just lost her son. Um, so this is why I, this is why I, I you know, I'm still gonna you guys encourage you guys to seek therapy because this is what has happened. You know, she lost her son in, in regards to suicide. So you never know what somebody's going through, what somebody's day has been. So, you know, try to be encouraging. My mom always said, uh, be a light to somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, that's just my little, that was just my little tidbit for my segment. But um, definitely, I, I definitely encourage you guys to seek therapy. And just seek, um, you know, if not therapy, seek assistance, seek some type of meditation, some type of of, of guidance, you know, for healing. It's not, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, but it's so worth it. I promise you it's so worth it. So that's my little tip. Cool. That was Nasa's Corner. Law, you got anything? Um, if y'all been following the crypto wave, uh, it's taking another massive dip. But anytime it dips, that means it's about to shoot back up. So if you haven't and you're not privy, get you some good entries. Look at um, last year's time frame to now. And, you know, make some investments. And if you're still iffy on it, you know, gain some knowledge. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people talk about uh metaverse or meta i haven't actually gotten into any of those spaces but i've been seeing different artists and whatnot go in and actually you know start participating in the space um i think it was a video little baby was just like yeah i'm not um in terms of like physical cash i'm good i'm set but i think i'm about to start making investments into my my meta space and that kind of resonated because we are still advancing towards that um, ever closing virtual reality space. So yeah, you're getting real digital out here. <laughs> no, that is really, really real. So I guess y'all just got to pay attention to that. Uh, that was a good job, Lawrence. So uh, real, real quick, uh, for a black business highlight, y'all have heard me for the last two weeks talk about the uh, pop-up shop that is supposed to be happening at MLH Boutique that was sponsored by my homie uh, Naima Iman and Cream Cosmetics. That has been pushed back. So instead of it being in uh, the end of January, it is going to take place sometime in February. I will update you guys on when that event will take place. It still should be uh, $65 for vendor fee. Uh, and of course, there will be food and drinks provided. But again, it has been postponed until February. And once again, I will update everybody on when that pop-up shop will happen or pop-up brunch will happen. So be on the lookout for that. Stay tuned. I will come with updates, hopefully by next week. So there it is. All right, guys. So with that, let us go ahead and get started with our music roundtable discussion. This week, we are covering the artist known as Neo. 
Neo. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. He is our second R&B artist that we are covering. If y'all haven't paid attention, of course, the first one that we covered was uh, Usher. So now we got to cover the one known as, uh, and I don't really, I forgot how to pronounce this, man. Is it, is it Schaefer? Is it Schaffer? I can't remember. I but think it's Schaefer. Schaefer Shamir Smith. We'll just, we'll just mm-hmm. go with that. Schaefer Shamir Smith, also known as Neo. So uh, to go over the rules once again for Music Roundtable, uh, let's go ahead and just update the audience here. Uh, so for the rules, albums or projects are graded on a letter grade scale between S and F with S being superior or classic, A being great, B being good, C being mid, D for dud, and F for flop. Uh, we're also going to add a new rating to this as well, NR for no rating. Uh, when determining grades, all participants should consider the following, composition and structure, lyrics, subject matter, production, vibe, and overall impact of the album on society. Graders can give their honest opinion about a project, but consider all factors when giving a project its proper placement. Uh, majority rules for grades on an album and their placement as far as ranking. However, if there is a disagreement on a certain album, the grades will be broken down into actual points, and the average point total will determine the ranking for the album. At the end, if multiple albums are in a ranking class and the order from greatest to least cannot be determined, the point system will also come into play to determine the correct order. The points are allocated on a college-level grade point scale with S being 100 or over. So just so that way we remind everybody, the grade of S is anywhere between 100 to 110. A is 90 to 99. B is 80 to 89. C, 70 to 79. D, 60 to 69. And F is 59 and below. All right. Is everybody all good? Yes, sir. All right. All right. So with that, we have to start with Neo's first album, In My Own Words. What are your thoughts? Uh, I thought this one. At first, you know, I was just thinking, like, I for. I feel like that for an artist, it's always that first one that's just like, it's good. Like, it's good. Like, it gets a good introduction. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like artists give like a good introduction. Album. Okay. It had, I, it, don't get me wrong, it had a lot of box. It had a lot of box on this one. So, I would give this one a B plus. Okay. It's good. I, I, it's good, but I think I, I I would give it a B B plus a a minus B plus a minus. Okay. Okay. Me. That's fair. We'll come back to it and we'll we'll find out exactly what grade you gave. Um, Lawrence. Um, like I said, like Nasha said, it's a good opening album. Um, I think that's what got the attention of whoever signed them. You know, so like definitely uh, nostalgic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, definitely took me back that first album. Mm-hmm. In my own words, oh <laughs> six. <'06. laughs> hey, indeed, man, that was that was my sophomore year of high school. And we was in middle school. <laughs> Sexy love, and you do. I can remember. I, was like, I can remember, like, I remember that dances, like ah. Now I remember when. 
uh, videos or VH1 was still playing videos in the morning or when MTV was still playing videos like in the early, early hours in the morning and I had to get up and go to school. Um, yeah. yeah, I used to get up at like five o'clock and turn on my TV and just wait for the So Sick video to come on because that was that is actually still <laughs> my favorite Neo song to this day. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I was I was a big um, I was a big old sap in high school, man. I, I, I'll admit I, I was, you know, heartbroken a few times, but I, I, I had a big heart. That was kind of my that was my jam. So I kind of related. Um, but let me let me give my thoughts. And for those of you who are listening, of course, you can always see my thoughts on Twitter. Just follow me at Ked the Pro. That's K3 the Pro. And then put in the hashtag Neo Discography. So these are my thoughts on Neo's debut album in my own words. This album is a good start for a writer who wrote multiple hits beforehand, including Let Me Love You for Mario or Mario. His debut is very sentimental, and Neo will have you hanging on to his lyrics. His first single, Stay. While good is not my favorite, mainly because the rap from PDPD brings the quality of the song down. Uh, but songs like So Sick, which is my all-time favorite Neo song again, uh, Get Down Like That, Sexy Love, and Mirror, one of my favorites for other reasons, uh, really make this project shine. In his musical style, you can hear 70s and 80s influences throughout the album, and he blends it really well. That being said, some of the film songs are not that memorable, but the album is not long, so it doesn't overstate its welcome. So with that, I gave it I gave it a solid A. I probably not like a high A or anything like that. It would probably be somewhere if I had to put it in the points, it would probably be like a 93. But that's just my opinion on it. Uh, what what are what are you doing, Law? Uh, I'll give it like a. Again, you made some solid points, like filler to bangers. Was was a solid album. Um, I'll give it a low A, A minus. Oh, like A what A eighty nine, eighty nine ninety. You said eighty nine ninety. Uh, and Nasa, you were like around the same. Yeah, eighty nine ninety. Okay. So it's not that big of a, uh, um, um, you know, a gap between what our thoughts are. So if we were to do, if I said 93 and just to go on the low end, let's say that y'all both gave it an 89. It'd still be an A minus. So about a, yeah. a 90, 91. Yeah. So, yep. so we'll, we'll go with that. So in my own words, we'll go into the. A category. Give me one second here. It definitely was a really, it really was a good uh, first album. I will agree with that. Yeah, and, and I absolutely agree. And there are what I which what I'll notice again is that these uh these albums don't overstay their welcome, at least the first four. So I'll get into that later. <laughs> so right now I've already put in my own words at the A category. So then that leaves his second album because of you. So let's actually start with Law on his thoughts on this album. Uh, because of you. So that was like him real life breaking down like a love story. You know, he's an R&B artist. So a lot of his content was about love, being in love, uh, being infatuated with love. And so, um, yeah, uh, I got to pull the, the track. Up real quick. Okay. Take your time. But like it, it wasn't anything that you know made like 
it's listenable. He had artists like J uh, Hud, Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? It was a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a good, good album. Uh, yeah, yeah. To say the least, listenable. It's a car ride lit playlist or album. Um, that's real. Uh, Nasa, you had any thoughts? I thought this was a really good album. I thought it was a really good album. You know, he started off on a good note, very strong, with Because of You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Started off very, very strong. Um, Let me talk to him. Addicted was a good one, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Addicted was a good one. And Say It, say it was that was that was I had that, I had on that now. one yeah, I had that oh, one on repeat. Come on little, now. Yeah, but say nah. it. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Now he got a little toxic with that that eight he track. He got toxic. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, here are my thoughts on because of you. So the writing has gotten better, and the filler songs are more enjoyable than his debut. I would argue the track. Because of you is a much better start to an album than his previous. Um, this meeting will end in ten minutes. Up point nothing. Uh, what in the world? No, uh, this only had three people on there. So why are they giving me uh, a time limit on here? Sorry, a zoom, brief zoom intermission. Just, we can come back. Yeah, yeah. Zoom, zoom being crazy. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and see if I can update this real quick before uh, it gets too out of hand. Um, otherwise, if we have to do a brief intermission, obviously I'll, uh, you know, I'll stop the recording and then we'll we'll come back. Um, let me go ahead and at least give the review on uh, because of you, real quick before Zoom decides to act stupid. So uh, I said again that uh, this album also includes more sentimental tracks, which follow the so sick trend. Um, the prime example is being the the track "Do You." Uh, and oddly enough, according to Neo, Do You is the second part to So Sick, so it makes sense how these songs follow a similar style. We all know Mary J did a remix, but I was unaware that uh, Hikaru Utada did one as well. For those who know who that is, that is uh, Simple and Clean from Kingdom Hearts, a.k.a. Sanctuary from Kingdom Hearts. Uh, all the Kingdom Hearts uh, intros, including some uh, openings for some anime. Uh, but getting back on track, the album filler is certainly more enjoyable with Jay-Z adding a breath of fresh air to the song Crazy and Jennifer Hudson damn near outshines him in Leaving Tonight. Uh, Can We Chill, while not my favorite singles release, had some harmonies in the chorus. You could argue that Say It is a better love song, love song, quote unquote, than Mirror, though both are very important in my college years. Uh, so overall, because of you shows an elevation in his writing and musicality for Neo. So I also gave this one a solid A as well. Um, I had initially given it an A plus, but I went back and I listened to it again just because the album is enjoyable. So um, I did knock the score down a tiny bit. So I wouldn't say A plus, but probably just someone right in the middle of like a 95 for me. I, I was just saying that. Say again. Yeah. Give it a 95, 94. Okay. I'll second right. that. Got you. So with that, we will go ahead and move because of you in the A category and move it ahead of in my own words. Think we have a good agreement there. Uh so with that, let me go ahead and fix this Zoom issue, guys. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Don't move. 
We will be right back. This message is brought to you by Already Paid. Already Paid is more than a brand. It's a lifestyle. Where else can you find the richest quality apparel for the lowest price? Shop with us at foreverap.com and join the Already Paid family or find our Black-owned business located at Stony Point Mall in Richmond, Virginia. You can also follow us at AP Styles, that's A-P-S-T-Y-L-S-S, on Instagram. Be you. Get paid. Forever. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do apologize for the little mishap there. Uh, <laughs> that was unexpected, but um, yeah, things happen. So now we don't have to worry about that from here on out. Uh, still, uh, from when you guys left off, of course, we had uh, just started the music roundtable with Neo's albums. Uh, of course, we had just graded in my own words and because of you. Um, so now that leads to Neo's third album, Year of the Gentleman. Uh, let actually let me go ahead and start with my thoughts first uh and get that out the way and we'll just keep rotating so uh law what year did this drop pulling it up now 2008 okay i thought so so uh here are my thoughts on neo's year of the gentleman in my opinion this album includes neo's best writing out of all of his albums before and after Neo continues to truly balance traditional writing with contemporary sounds, and the writing has matured greatly. While many of the songs he wrote in the past were very sentimental and full of the hopeless romantic-esque tracks, this album features tracks that show he is a more mature person in love and in moving on. Faded to the Background is the perfect example of him no longer pushing to be in this woman's life. While Back to What You Know shows he's not desperate, and if certain standards can't be met, he'll move on. The confidence in these songs point to a singer who will not let sadness hold him back. And of course, the hit singles Closer, Miss Independent, and Mad all bang. Neil's track record of great intros and singles continues even in this album as Closer starts the album perfectly. And this one actually ended beautifully with the track Stop the World, though the bonus edition, of course, includes the single She Got Her Own with Jamie Foxx and Fabulous. So overall, regardless of which edition you listen to, the album starts and ends strongly with solid material in between. Any other thoughts? Mm, so you can cry is uh, still tapping into that uh, that toxic side. <laughs> he is, not, he is um, tapping into that, that toxic side. 
one thing I noticed is that he be coming in very strong with his intro songs. Yeah, exactly. He comes in like each for each album so far, like he's had like a fire song as his intro. Mm-hmm. It's been all gas, no breaks. Like, yep. no, all, in. <laughs> all gas, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the thing about this album, as I said in my thoughts, is whereas like a lot of his albums start strong and then maybe they don't finish as strong, but they're still relatively good. This one has a strong start and a strong finish, in my honest opinion. So. I think this was like a good it was like a, a, a very good, strong start. Love the ending. It was kind of like mellow in the middle. but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of like very plateauish in the middle, but then it picked up at the end. So, okay. So, um, what are what 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 are we what are we thinking? Mm, I'm gonna go high B. Mm, so you're rating this lower than in my own words, and because of you, okay. And I only say a high B because I'm again. It's a great album. Again, like you said, he's coming into his own as an artist and through his storytelling. But the same way uh, we mentioned with like Lil Wayne and and um, Usher, he starts to get into the. I don't want to like like not just that kind of plateau. It's like you know he he didn't fall off. Still a great album, but it, it starts to get to that that same. Same kind of, uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey, I mean that's that's definitely a a, a different opinion. I think we got our first a seven on one take because, well, <laughs> let me let me let me. Oh let me my god! Let not be that. Yeah, let me let me hear what NASA says because I I'll get into why I think that's an a seven on one take. Just go go ahead, NASA. What what are you I thinking think about as far as grading? <laughs> I was gonna rate it a B plus because I do think that this was like. His second album definitely took him there, uh-huh. you know, definitely took him there, and then he just kind of like stayed there. So I feel like it's more so of just kind of like a, a B plus, A minus type of ordeal for me. I'll give it a ninety. Okay, a 90. ninety. All right. Ninety. So, so it seems that we we have a disagreement because, in my honest opinion, I giving this an S. Um, just because of the impact that it had uh, as far as this being his most popular and most well, well-written well album. Um, and if you look on the net at like all the reviews and whatnot, this is probably his highest rated album out of all eight of his albums. Uh, so I kind of fell into that category well, of, of thinking, okay, this is, I could hear it in the writing and I can hear it in the tunes. Um, and from a non-biased standpoint, I just thought that the album flowed really well and a little oh, better than the first. first that changed my answer. Okay. That changed my answer. It has to be an S. Why? Okay. Because Mad. Let me, let me tell you, when this shit dropped, when Mad dropped, look, we was in our feelings, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Baby, I know. Okay, look, look. He went in on that song, okay? Little middle school uh, in high school, KJ. Yeah, hey, look, <laughs> this is my senior in high school, and, and Mad was actually, 
Uh, Mad wasn't my favorite on the song. My, my favorite was obviously Closer, but I loved Mad. I thought that this song was a, was a lot better. Um, my than, actual favorite was Miss Independent. That, that's, that is a great one, too. That is a great one, too. Um, but, yeah, Closer was Closer is probably the only song or one of those only songs that are getting into that idiom, but not quite idiom. Um, that I that I really 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 just love. So, um, but that that's my opinion. And Miss Independent is probably his biggest single. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay. So, Law has the eight seven zero one taste. So let, let's for sure because Miss Independent, although it's a great song, they overplayed the hell out of that song. I'm trying not to include the fact that they did uh, overplay it on the radio, and they still <laughs> overplay it on the radio. If you go to some, exactly. of, those, uh, some of those other um, stations, like uh, in Hampton, if you go to like 95.7 R&B or even 91.1, they, they they play Miss Independent like clockwork. So, um, <laughs> but but I mean, I try not to include that in my bias here or uh, in my thought process here. So with that, I'm not um, What is your <laughs> Actual, actual, like grade, uh, law. Uh, I'll be nice and go ninety-one. Okay. Yeah, it, it can Nasa, get a ninety-one. You, yeah, Nasa, if you're giving it an S, what grade are you giving it? We'll give it a ninety-eight. Oh, well, that's that, is that, an, is that still in the eight? Is that like that's, a that's, plus? That's A plus. That's A plus. Okay. Um. Yeah, I gave it an S. Gave it an S. Like so, just one hundred. That would be an S one hundred. Yeah, if if you want to do it, then one hundred would be S. Okay, then we'll do it. Yeah. All right, and I had said one hundred as well, um, because of Law's grade. Obviously, it's not going to make the S category, but it's an A plus, ninety-seven. Got to be mm-hmm. fair. So hey, got to be fair. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Hey, I'm ready for the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the darkness. <laughs> Speaking of darkness, are you guys gonna go see more uh, Morbius? Yeah, uh, yeah. Real quick. When is it? Okay, period. I, I, I definitely will uh, check that out when it does come out. I'm, even though it's not under the MCU, I'm guessing it's falling into the Venom universe. So, mm-hmm. I, but I'll still check it out. Hopefully, hopefully Sony don't, you know, do what they did with Venom because that's that's another that's another topic for another day. But um, yeah, I definitely will. Uh, I don't think Venom was that bad. I think I thought it was good. I think Venom one was okay. Venom two, uh, except for the 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 scene at the very end, Venom two was kind of. Uh, but that's just my gotta catch it. Yeah. But um, we got a we got a lot of stuff to talk about because now I, we could talk about No Way Home. And oh, okay. I want to unpack all of that. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, that that will be for uh another episode for another time. But yeah, we got a we got a lot to cover because uh, shoot, man, these Marvel or MCU, um, where there might be a few misses, it's it's way more hits than there are misses. So, okay. Uh, so let us move on. So. For the audience, we have now stated that uh, Year of the Gentleman is a A plus. It's the highest rated album. Then Because of You, then In My Own Words, which brings us to Neo's fourth album, Libra Scale. So I started first on the last one. So uh, let's go with 
Law's thoughts on his fourth album. Wait, so did we skip um, The Birth of Neo? Uh, that one wasn't one that was on my uh, my list. Mm, that wasn't on my list. Either. Yeah, so you. All right, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Libra scale coming from a Libra. I <laughs> thought this was a great album. Uh, started off strong yet again. With champagne life. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Nah, this this is gonna be a top tier album for me. Uh, it wasn't too too long it was enough to captivate your mind and other things <laughs> and yeah solid solid uh solid solid album 2010 baby yeah uh, high school freshman year sophomore uh-huh. year of college we marched to this to champagne life <laughs> that's still one of my favorite drills ever they played the hell out of Champagne Life at my in high school. That was their song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Nasa, what are your thoughts on Libra Scale? Libra Scale. I thought it was good. I thought it was very. Um, I thought this one was good. It wasn't as for me. It wasn't as good as Year of the Gentleman, but. I still thought it was a very solid project. So I would give it like a 90. Okay. A nine, no. Yeah, 90. 90, 90 89. Okay. Because it was solid. Don't get it. Very strong, strong finish. Yeah, yeah. Strong start, strong finish. Yep. Uh, okay. So here are my thoughts. Uh, so the album his, still has good writing and high quality production. On top of that, the album is incredibly short, which uh, Neo seems keenly aware not to oversaturate an album. That 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 take is coming later. And he does a good job of getting <laughs> to the point. Again, we'll we'll get into the, the rest of that conversation later. Uh, the album, once again, starts with a banger in Champagne Life and making a movie makes for a good follow up track. Crazy Love and One in a Million are also tracks that hold the album together. Uh, and here's might be the controversial part. However, despite Neil's pen, there were some tracks I didn't necessarily care for. Um, after one in a million, the album kind of drops off and doesn't really pick up until the very end. Um, genuine only because I said so and beautiful monster, which is like the obligatory EDM track or tracks that really didn't do anything for me. But what have I done? The, the very end of the album is such a beautiful song. And it ends really, really strong with that. So for that, I'm I'm kind of in Nasa's lane here. I'm 89, 90. Uh, I could go with either one. Uh, so what, what what was your grade, Law? It's a 95 for me. 95. Okay. So let us go ahead and once again, head back to the calculator and find <laughs> out. So Law has given Libra scale a 95. Uh, Nasa, you said it was a 90. Mm-hmm. And... I will give this one an 89 just to be on the low end here divided by three. Regardless if I give it an 89 or a 90, the album is still an A. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) It was still solid. It was still a solid project. Yeah. Based on the scores that we gave, 
it falls right after because of you. And uh, so to, to rank it, it's you're the gentleman because of you Libra scale. And in my own words, that's kind of how it falls based on the, uh, the scores that we gave it because Neo uh, in my own words fell at about a 90 ish. So yeah, that's, that's where it ends up in. So for those who've been following along, you're the gentleman, a plus because of you, a Libra scale, a minus in my own words, a minus, and they all fall into the a scale. So we have no S's here. We have no B's. We have no C's. We have no D's just yet or any F's. So, so far, so far, so good for uh, Neil's track record. I feel like he's, he's stayed, he's, he's stayed consistent. Okay. That's why he's been in the A's so much. Yeah. The, um, consistent. Okay. Cause I, I kid you not. I kid you not. I feel like as an artist, your audience pays attention to your intro like your your intro determines the the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. It, does it pull the audience in? If it doesn't, it's gonna be like, eh, let me go ahead and head and skip the rest of the song. You know what I'm saying? That is real. That is real. You know, when it comes to Neo, obviously the first four albums, he banger after banger after banger. And again, even on my opinion on the first album, whereas Stay With Me, even though it's not my favorite out of all of his bangers, it still was a good track, despite the, the rap from PDPD. And I, I will slander that to from from hell until now. But still, all four <laughs> tracks were, were really, really, really solid starts. And that now brings us to Neo's fifth album, Red or R.E.D., he did it again with <laughs> another good intro. I love Cracks and Mr. Perfect. Like I was grooving to that song. Okay. I was really grooving. I was really getting down to Cracks and Mr. Perfect because I, I was singing kind of that song myself. But still, that was a good, that was a, I love that song. Got you. Yeah. So um, for those who don't know, Red means uh, realizing every dream. Uh, and this album, law uh, it dropped in 2012, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, so we started with um, Law's opinion first, and Nasa just gave hers a little bit. Uh, of course, it started off uh, strong with the uh, intro track here. So give give your opinion on the album in general. Um, I thought that this... I mean, go, though it started off strong, I think, I feel like this, I feel, okay, so I feel like this album was definitely more the EMO type of ordeal. You heard more of those songs in this album. Yes. Um, so I can't really say I wasn't, I, I can't really say I was too crazy for this album. Um, but I did definitely have my favorites, like, you know, Cracks and Mr. Perfect and Stress Reliever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Unconditional that I liked. The very end song. Yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. Unconditional wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, either way, I thought it was like a. I, I, I thought it was a, it was okay. I'm not really a big fan of like emo songs, but you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh law. I, I can't have a, a appreciation for them. You know what I'm saying? 
That's real. <laughs> uh, nah, after Libra Scale, this one kind of took a hard dive for me. Uh, <laughs> like, if I was, like, a dancer, you know, this would be a great album. It's very high energy, vibrant, but um, yeah, it, it didn't it didn't really resonate with me. Like, mm-hmm. and again, mm-hmm. this was what 2012, yep. and uh, 2012, I was more so. That's when I was more like heavy hip hop rap than I was R and B. Nah, that's real, man. I I definitely understand that. So. I got to throw in uh, my thoughts. Uh, let's see. Because I ended up listening to the Deluxe Edition, of course. Uh, mm. So, Neil once again has a strong opener. This one being a more introspective song, of course, cracks Mr. Perfect. Lazy Love is even a good follow-up. And then we get the EDM tracks. I, I forgot Lazy Love was on this one. You said what? Well, the lazy. Did you say Lazy Lazy Love was a good one? That yeah, was a I, I like Lazy that. Love. It's uh, now. Nothing, lazy Love. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, let me love you until you learn to love yourself. Is it's not a bad song, even though it's an EDM song. I I, I will give it an okay, but um, and neither is the the last track on the album. Um, which in, I think this was uh because I listened to the this deluxe version, so I think the last one was a uh, let's go. Um, yet where this album falters is this time it's an oversaturated of blended EDM and RB tracks, something that I praised Neo for not doing in his first four albums. It seemed that know. yeah, we, we got to the point where this one kind of overstayed its welcome. Is it like EMO is kind of like is like a is it like a sector of pop? Uh, yeah, um, I, I would say that. Um, and especially during this time, like a lot of the R and B artists, like if you noticed with Usher and with this one with Neo as well, they were dipping their hands into the EMO or the EDM. So yeah, it's kind of like I was gonna say, like you had the artists like Katy Perry, um, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift those type artists that were doing a lot of collaborations. And so again, 2012, if you remember back, a lot of these tracks were getting heavy play in the clubs. Heavy, like Heavy, heavy play. You yeah. know, even though, again, we were just in high school, but like, I can remember a lot of those tracks being very club oriented. Right. They were. And that's, that's kind of what this album falls into. Uh, I said that uh, I will chalk it up to the to the time since 2012 was a very popular year for EDM. Despite that, the filler tracks leave a lot to be desired. Miss Wright, She Is, and Should Be You are some good filler tracks. The rest, not so much, especially after the song Carry On, where it was literally a run of EDM. So where I gave praise to Neil for keeping his other albums relatively short, this one wasn't even though it wasn't that much longer at about 67 minutes if you if you listen to the deluxe version um the filler definitely just made it feel a lot longer than it really was so with that being said it's not a boring album just it's just okay it's it's okay as fuck um though if you listen to the deluxe album again you get the the album should be you with neo and fabulous and 
Neo and Fabulous's chemistry is still top tier. And it does not get the credit that it deserves. If you hear any song with Neo and Fabulous, it's always really good, whether it's on the radio or whether they you know, recorded a song together on their albums and nobody else heard it. Um, their, their chemistry is, is great. So I will I give it say that. if we in true, Fab hasn't really had too many duds. Like he, he got a he got a great team. He does. Like as far as his picks, <clears throat> Fabulous. Come on now. Yeah, Fab Fab has a, a good track record, so I, I will give him that much. So, um, what are you, what are y'all grades? Uh, I give it a seventy. Four. Okay. Uh Nasa. I'll give it a 76. Okay. I gave it a 72. So it's a C. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. So let me uh go ahead and update the discography list here. We have put red in C. It's mid. Now that brings up Non-fiction, his next album. I think I listened to the deluxe one. I listened to I, them. I did as well. Um, let's see. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll I think I'll yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll start off with this one. So here are my thoughts on non-fiction. Uh, matter of fact, not, uh, law, what year did this one drop? Uh, three years later, 2015. 2015, okay. So it's a much better blend of R&B and pop than, than Red. I will also say this album and the story it told throughout was, was engaging. Uh, in the middle of the album, the story does get a bit muddy, but overall still a very solid effort from Neo. The album definitely had more tracks that I vibe to, like She Knows, shout out to Juicy J, uh, Money oh. Can't Buy, Run, Coming With You, which does have elements of idiom but it's not heavy heavy idiom um religious which is w- one of my uh favorites on that one and she said i'm hood too neil also finally brought back the love bedroom songs with uh take you there something that was absent uh the last album and you still get the obligatory dance pop track with put with pitbull obviously um, but even then, time of our lives is bearable. If you don't include the fact that it was, of course, played on the radio multiple times. Um, Coming with nope. you also falls in this category as well. But again, I like the production on the track. Um, and overall, nonfiction is a solid return to form for Neo and a very underrated album of, of his, in my opinion. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get my headphones. One sec. <laughs> okay. Uh, while while we wait on uh, Nasa to get her headphones, Law, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, uh, going back to the times, twenty fifteen, we were just coming into to high school. I mean, high school into college, freshman year type. So, uh, it's like it sophomore year. This is like sophomore year, college year. I just uh, went grad school. Not, it school, it you know. dropped um spring semester freshman year, January oh, wow. twenty seven. Yeah, so like again, not a bad album. Um, I'm gonna play a couple songs just to get my mind back wrapped around it. Uh, I don't really think it was a bad album, to say the least. 
But like again, I think he's starting to get that or uh, starting his descent. You know, we were saying he was uh, plateauing, and by this point, he did have some yeah, tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I wholeheartedly agree. Oh, oh, oh. Breathing chronic in my system. Watching your body hit the top. But, uh, okay. okay. That was uh, schoolboy. You no, know, you can't go wrong with schoolboy. <laughs> I, forgot about, I forgot about that schoolboy joint. I just got off work. And if I make Not for your thoughts. I'm, I'm, I like, um, Money Can't Buy. Money Can't Buy was a good one for me. Um, and then I also liked the um, song Run with Schoolboy Q. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. And I think um, I said Run on there as well, but I just forgot that Schoolboy was on that joint. So, yeah, yeah continue. Yeah, Run was a good one. Um, everything else was fine for me. But take you there, you know, of course, money can't buy. She knows. Um, yeah, you had a lot of the tracks I did. Yeah, a lot of the tracks that you did was like, were the. Hey, no, that juicy. That was such a vibe, okay? It was overplayed. It was overplayed. It was overplayed. Like when it came out, it was dope. But then it was just like all I heard was Juicy J's part. <laughs> nah, but I mean, it was it was not as overplayed as Time of Our Lives, bro. Like if y'all were like hip to pop stations, bro, they ran that shit. They ran ground. <laughs> so, uh, I, but I ran love she knows. But, okay, yeah. Um. So with that. Mm, let's let's see what our what our grades are because I I did enjoy the story that it told, which is why I boosted my grade. Because initially I was gonna give it like a C plus, but I did again give it the benefit of the doubt because the story at the beginning and then towards the end did keep me somewhat engaged, even though again he ran a little long with this album. So I did give it like a B minus, somewhere like in that eighty three range. That's kind of where I stand right now. Like it's be- it's but it's better than red. It is better than red. So that's that's where I stand. I was gonna say you're nice with it. Um he's getting a smooth 80 for me. Okay. That's still 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 be minus. So that's still good. Uh Nasa. Mm. An 80. An 80. 80. All right. Well, it's a B minus. That's that is where we will drop nonfiction. So that brings us to his last one, really, because I'm going to throw this disclosure at the very end. Um, his Christmas album, A Different Kind of Christmas. I didn't. I put that in the no rating category. Um, I listened to it because by the time I had listened to it, it was Christmas time. So I did listen, but I'm not going to sit here and uh, grade a uh, a holiday album or an album that's dedicated towards any kind of holiday. That's just, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that because it's really just a collection of Christmas songs, though. Some of them are stuff that he Eddie. wrote. Some of them are stuff that he didn't. So. My bad. I'm watching the game too. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I see. Uh, ooh, ooh, is that a touchdown or is he outright at the one? Oh, they caught him the touchdown. All right, cool. Uh, so I put a different kind of Christmas into the non-rating category. Yeah, which brings us to Neo's actual final album that he has released, which is Good Man. Uh, since this is the very last album, let us actually start with Nasa. Let's let's go ahead and get your thoughts on Good Man. Um, it was good. I, it was good for me. Like I loved the one with I loved Hotbox. Mm-hmm. Um. Good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you. I'm just like re- kind of like getting, getting this shit refreshed in my mind. Hot box was a bop. Okay, don't don't play with me. Um, breathe. What was it? Pushback. No, I don't really care for pushback. Pushback was it? And I already don't really care for pushback. Sometimes. There was a lot. I'm not gonna go hold you. There was a couple. There was a couple good ones on this one. There was a few good ones on this. One. I think this is the first time he actually dropped uh, a decent track list. Not saying like in uh, in terms of like I'm talking about uh, song count wise. Mm-hmm. He had uh, 21 songs. This was 2018, and he had quite a few futures up here. Uh, Eric Bellinger. Some good features. Well, he didn't have too many features, but the features that he did have, they were good. On Your Mind was a good one. Okay. Speaking of which, I need Party to drop something. <laughs> oh, that's real. That's real. Uh, here's here's my 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 thoughts on this. Um. You know, good good man was just was just kind of there for me. It mm-hmm. didn't really move the needle at all. There were a couple good ones like the song Good Man. Um Hot Box was was definitely a, a good one. The one with a party next door on your mind. I definitely like that one. Pushback. I, I I agree with you, Nasa. I was not really feeling like feeling it like that. Um not it's nice like these were was a decent one. Um, and even L.A. Nights was cool, but the rest of the album itself just kind of felt there and I, I wasn't moved by it. It was just it was like it, it was it was good. Like there were there were definitely some ones. That, there were definitely some songs that stood out more than others. Definitely the songs that you named stood out more than the others. Mm-hmm. I could definitely agree with that. Yeah. So um, I think maybe for the first time that I listened to it, I I was I might have been a little harsh on it, but I had given it a D, just because I was like, there's a couple songs on there, but the rest really just didn't hit for me. That's just my opinion. Uh, I I might be a little harsh, but we'll see. I it what, a, what are y'all are thoughts? You, are you giving it a D? Uh, I I could either do the D or C minus. It's, it's covering I, 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 in that area. I would put it in a C range. Like that's kind of stretching it. Like okay, <laughs> I'm 
feel like a dude was kind of stressed. <laughs> hey, maybe it was just me. Maybe maybe I was just being too harsh. Um, I don't. I wish. Wish your. Wish your thoughts. It's not really, you know, I mean, it resonated, but it didn't resonate. It was just more so like, okay, it's an album. Like I said, you know, I like the the one he did on your mind with Party Next Door. Um, Yeah. So what's your your letter grade? This is a good game. I'm sorry. Uh, nah, nah, it is. I'm paying attention too, man. I'm paying attention. Come on, Miami. Yeah, I wish I was a sports society. Like, come on, y'all. Come on. <laughs> 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 uh, Let a great. I'll give it a. I'll give it a C. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to keep them at least in uh, a B average. If, <laughs> if okay, no, 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 that's that's real, that's real. So I was the only one that that gave it a D. So I guess we just have to break it down as far as what the actual uh, points are. Um, I 69 for me, <laughs> 69. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you, what are y'all uh what are y'all grades or grade numbers? 73. 73. Nasa. Uh, I agree. I with 73. 73. All right. This is a, this is a C. C. Well, C minus, but okay. All right. So he has no duds. Of course, that that makes good man is uh below uh red. So there's that. Okay, so for our audience members, we have graded all eight of Neo's albums. And here's what we have so far. Year of the Gentleman is an A+. It just missed the S mark. Uh, Because of You is an A. Libra Scale, A-. minus. In my own words, A-. minus. So those all fall into the A category. In the B category, we have nonfiction. In the C category, we have Red and Good Man. He has no duds. He has no flops. And the one that we did not rate was a different kind of Christmas, which is his Christmas album. We put that in the the no rating or the in our field. So we have officially graded all of Neo's discography. Let us know what you think about this. You can hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter and share your thoughts. Did we get it right? Did we miss it? You know, what are some agreements that you have? What are some disagreements? that you have from listening to this episode, we would definitely love to hear from you. So with that, we've got one big one coming up and it's going to be a little while before we get to that one. For those who have been paying attention, of course, we are still going to do the Wheezy mixtapes, but that is probably going to be more towards the spring when we get to it, because we got a lot to listen to. The next discography that we cover will be all of TDE or Top Dog Entertainment. That It was my choice to do that. So, of course, I have to bear the brunt of that. You know, hopefully we can get through it. But it's to prepare us for that Little Wayne mixtapes because, you know, we got to go through a lot of those too. So, uh, right now, I'm currently on SZA. I've already covered Rayvon, who only dropped one EP under TDE, Reason, 
Zakari, Lance Skywalker, and Zay, Isaiah Rashad. So now I'm on Scissor. I still have Sir to get through. And then, of course, I have Black Hippie to get through. So that's where I'm at on my listen through. Uh, by the time you, well, by the time we get to that episode, hopefully, hopefully we'll be finished by February. Crossing my fingers. If not, it'll be early March. We'll see. We will see. Uh, I'm not going to speed through these. Obviously, I've listened to all of these albums, but I'm still going to make sure that I'm very meticulous and paying attention to uh, every single one of these albums. So that way we get it right. So with that, that concludes our music roundtable discussion. Uh, Any comments before we sign off? Any black business highlights that you guys want to pinpoint or any shout outs that you want to give? Well, I'm good. Y'all just stay healthy. Y'all stay safe. Facts. And wash um, your hands. <laughs> already. Hand sanitizer, all that good stuff. All that good stuff, please. And thank you. All right. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so with that, if, if there be none, let me go ahead and, and shout out the usual suspects. As always, I am a Patreon subscriber to Worst Generation Pod, Mike Check Waifu Waifu, and Blanime Podcast. Please be sure that you turn in or tune in to those anime podcasts for your listening pleasure if you are an anime head. Also, shout out to Truth and Transparency Podcast. Thank you for showing up last week. That was a dope episode that we did. I'm looking forward to the many episodes that we're going to get a chance to collaborate on. I cannot wait to fellowship with you guys again and hopefully we'll be able to fellowship with everybody this time uh so yeah definitely shout out to them uh shout out to my boy ash who has started like the black anime uh podcast network so he pretty much keeps a directory of all the black anime podcasts so if you're an anime head and want to get into that definitely tap in um you should be able to follow him on twitter i believe at uh black anime podcast uh, I'll, I'll probably put it in the description, but yeah, uh, definitely also shout out to the session with Jay and Trey. Um, once again, they are back in the building. So, uh, definitely check them out. If you have not gotten a chance to listen to them, there are fellow Hamptonians as well. So definitely pay attention to that. I'm trying to think if there are any other podcasts that I want to highlight the coexist podcast. I think I missed y'all last time. Um, definitely shout out to them. Brutal honesty with K Renee. Definitely check her out. If you have not, that is my girl. Definitely, definitely go check her out. Like that is my best friend. Um, she really be spitting some real shit, especially about her story. So definitely tune in to Brutal Honesty. Uh, Geek World Podcast, definitely check them out if you haven't. Uh, there are also some other ones that I have on my list right now uh, that are some new ones. Like, of course, uh, Dad Needs to Talk. Uh, shout out to Rob, aka the Father of Vash. Definitely check him out. Inside the Mind of a Blurred, as always, definitely check them out as well. They just got a Patreon account as well, so definitely subscribe to them if you have been paying attention. And I think I've covered just about everybody, um, at least as far as the local podcasts and the ones that I'm connected to. So definitely check out all those podcasts. And yeah, let let us uh. Let us know what you think about them. If you have gotten a chance to check them out outside of this podcast, I'd like to hear from you. Um, definitely, if you have any questions for us, you can always email us at chaoticculture1 at gmail.com or you can hit us up 
on our social medias. Speaking of which, be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Please be sure that you follow us and like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at chaotic underscore culture and follow us on Instagram at chaotic culture pod. Please be sure that you subscribe to our Patreon account. That's patreon.com forward slash chaotic culture pod and subscribe on any of the four levels. It does not matter which one. We just are grateful for your support. You can follow me, Ked the Pro, that's K3D the Pro on all social media. You can follow Miss Nasa on all social media at underscore call me Nasa. And you can follow my boy Law on Instagram at L.JR underscore 96 and on Twitter at Law 96 underscore. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again for tuning in to another music roundtable discussion and another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Until next time, folks, remember, be blessed. Be safe. God is love. Deuces. Look, it's chaos in these streets, so let's talk about it, please. Let's hold some conversation. You see where I'm coming from. Yes, it's so amazing. Go on here, get comfortable. You can grab a seat, take a load off your feet. Yeah, welcome to the table. We don't tell no lies over here. This ain't no fable. We just live our lives over here. We ain't no angels. We just shine our light over here. We got the power. Uh, we just showing love over here. Cause everybody needs some.